This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right. Are you ready? Hello and welcome back to yet another preview episode of Green and White brought to you by Argo Life. Wednesday night we'll see us all spending the night with our one true love, Plymouth Argyle. Coventry City are the visitors to Home Park on Valentine's Day thanks to Sky Sports showcasing the clash on the red button. There was no love lost for the officials in the last fixture. Is Mark Robbins getting the seven-year itch? I don't know. They're just puns that work. Um, joining me tonight is Shag, Joe Bell. Brilliant. Mary, Graham. Good evening. And Kill, Sam Down. But that one you just thought of on the spot, that's really awful. Yeah, I know. Really bad. Um I don't want to do any of those things to any of you. Um, go on, Graham. I'll let you start. You've, you've visited the, uh, the Coventry's ground today, so you've got a bit more insight than us. How yes, you see the- slightly inadvertently through the M42 diversion, we got caught right in the middle of it. Did hear a bit of the commentary on the on the game, um, but I've seen the goals, but didn't watch obviously watch it uh, live. Um, well, they've replaced Sunderland as the uh, last spot in the playoffs. So another tough game for us. Um, and it's only November. I think it was the end of November we played them. And I remember then Coventry actually were below us in the, in the table when we played them. So they've gone on a terrific run. <clears throat> I mean, Mark Robbins is the most underrated manager in the championship by far. Um, what he's done for that club from League Two upwards. Uh, I mean, I, I'm amazed he's never quoted for a top job because he's just done a fantastic job in incredibly difficult circumstances. Going back to the uh, what was it, the Coventry Building Society Stadium, as it's called now, and all the nonsense with wasps. Um, and you look at the size of the crowds again, again, 25 plus every, every game. So they're on the up. Um, I went to the away game. And to be fair, I didn't think they were they were much better. So we had that very controversial over the line goal that uh, Hadji Wright put in. Um, it was a bit of a scrappy performance on both sides. One player that did catch my eye was Sakamoto, who plays on the right hand side. 
bums up and down um, <clears throat> to set your goal watching right scored two goals today um, obviously a player to watch and I think funny enough I think we might see Dan Scar back in because Wright's a very physical upfront player and I think Dan Scar would relish the challenge of playing with him um, I think Ashley Phillips is probably due for a break and wouldn't be surprised if Plaguey came in on that right hand side and play and Brendan Gallo the way the same he's played a lot of games so Gibson on the left-hand side of the three. Um, but it's going to be a difficult game, but, you know, I, I do fancy us, actually, to certainly get a draw, at least. Um, they're going to be a good side, but, uh, you know, they, they played Sunday, so they rest and recovery and travel down. They travel down on the Tuesday, so they'll be doing exactly the same as we be, but just obviously not the same sort of distances. Yeah, Sam, obviously Graham mentions it there. Um, they've shot up the table, obviously, since we faced them. How, how do you how do you see Wednesday night go? Yeah, it'll be a very difficult game. They're, they're a really good side. Nothing over the, over a period of three months. There's um, probably not many doing better in the league than them. Probably only the top three that are even leads. They must be quite close to. Um, however, it would be sort of a lovely poetry to it if... if um, Losing to them was what sparked their good run. If maybe a loss at home park might end their good run, um, there might be a certain irony to that. Um, I think we've got a chance. We've always got a chance at home. We've only, in about the last two years, lost six league home games. Um, remarkable. Um, I think we, you know, whoever it is, Leeds United, Leicester, Southampton, whoever, at home park, we've got a good chance of at least getting a draw, maybe even a win. Um, yeah, I think there will, there will be a bit of a point to prove after Saturday. I think, as I mentioned on the other podcast that was absolutely not recorded just before this one, I did say that the stumble in the second half was very uninspiring. Ian Foster will clearly be a little bit annoyed with the manner of how we gifted them um, some of the goals. I do think we'll come out with a point to prove. And I just think that Coventry, they, they, they sort of must be due a loss. Um I, I've got a feeling we'll get something. Maybe maybe a draw. I've just got a good feeling about a win on Valentine's night. I don't know why. Um, yeah, that's just the way I see it going. Love is in the air, says Sam Down. Um, Joe, again, Graham's already mentioned it. Mark Robbins, underrated, or is he mentioned far too much in that underrated conversation to be underrated? A lot of underrating going on um, in terms of managers who don't get anywhere near enough credit. Um job that he did um, to get them out. So you remember, he was there when they were in League 2 as well. Um, he's been on this journey with them. It's a quite astonishing achievement to get them where they are. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a manager I respect. He gets his side playing combative football, and they're a good side to watch. Um, but as Graham says, it was a scrappy game back in November. Neither team were fluent, neither team were at their best, and it, it unfortunately it took a refereeing decision don't see why we shouldn't be pumped because we are at home. Since Swansea beat us earlier on in the season, and Swansea beat us, what, start of October? The league games that we have lost are against Coventry, Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, and uh, Sunderland. The current league positions of those teams, as we sit here recording, are first, second, third, fourth, sixth. Um, therefore, it tends to be that we're struggling to 
against the teams that are at the top end of the table. However, I will caveat that by saying every single one of those games is on the road. So Coventry now have to come to Home Park. They have to come to a place that we don't lose very often. Um, you know, for a while now, we've been very good at home. So, look, bring it on. There's, as he said it himself, these are the re- a lot of people work very hard at this football club to get us the run of games like this at home, where we challenge ourselves against the best in the championship. It's going to be tough. It starts on Wednesday night, but hey, romantic in me. Season Argyle win on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't know what you've done to your mic there, Joe. Not the best audio, can't lie. Especially when I would I would have clipped that bit up as well. Anyway, eight players who started the one 0 defeat up in Coventry are very unlikely to feature, uh, namely Cooper, Kane, Kessel, Hayden, Cundall, and Azaz. Three of which aren't on the books anymore. So I'd be very surprised if Azaz runs out in a in an Argo shirt. On a caveat to that. Um, Azaz is doing very much of a, a, a Whitaker in the fact that Middlesbrough fans don't really understand him, don't get him. Send it back to us for a million pounds, please. Um, anyway, what changes did you look to make Wednesday night? I think Randall in for JB looks like a common consensus, right? Um, sorry, um, yeah, just quickly, you said eight of the 11 are very unlikely to play, and you, you named four. Who are the other four who are not likely to play? Yeah, I shouldn't use the word very, they're unlikely to play. Well, okay. Greg Wazzello's not had a sniff. We don't know about Houghton's... Um, Jordan Houghton and Bundu are both injured, aren't they? So that's two. There you go. We don't know about Houghton's injury. Um, did Bundu start the game up there, did he? No, he came on as sub. Right, OK. I'm, 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 picking, I'm picking apart one line, really, here, aren't I? I should probably answer the question. Ben um, Lane started up front, so, I mean, there's at least six. Yeah. Joe, Joe Edwards might play after not playing on Saturday, I suppose. Yeah, OK, what would I do? Um... Surely Galloway can't do four in 11 days, can he? Surely not. Um, I'd probably do, particularly if one of them went to extra time, um, I'd probably do start for Galloway just to give him a, a game off and maybe move Gibson over to the left. I would consider Plegafuelu for Phillips. Um, again, just for rotation much as anything else. I would go Sorinola in and I would move Mumber across to the left. Uh, and rest Miller, because again, he's, he's not going to do full 90s four times in 11 days. Um, so I'd go Mumba on the left, Soranola on the right. I would go, well, Forshaw's not going to be fit. Um, you know, hopefully it's not long, but, you know, after some, you know, when, when the word ligaments is involved, you, it's never going to be a free day. It's probably going to be at least a couple of weeks. It could be longer, hopefully not, but it, if he's back on Tuesday, you'd be amazed. Um, so I don't think Forshaw will be fit. So that means Randall would naturally come in for Forshaw. I'm a little bit contrary to what I do about the other slot because um, I think Houghton's still going to be injured. The logical answer is JB just plays next to Randall, but I'd actually do something a little bit out of the ordinary. I would swap Divine and JB around um, because the Port Vale fans all very much said Divine is much better in a deeper position where he can scrap for the ball and spray it about a bit. Uh, and under Ange Postecoglou, Tottenham appeared to have been primarily developing him as a deeper player as well in their 4-3-3 formation that they play. So I would play Divine deeper next to Randall, and I would fill the gap left by Divine by pushing JB up, because I do think JB, the defensive side of his game, is a bit of a weakness. He obviously would could have done a little bit better for probably all three of the goals at Sunderland, if I'm being truthful. Um, certainly the first and the third. 
and maybe even the second as well. Um, so I would move JB a bit further up, but he can, uh, you know, utilise his undoubted talent so without having to worry about the defensive side of the game. So I would go across the midfield, Sorinola, Randall, Devine, Mumba, with a front three of JB, Whitaker, and Hardy. That's how I'd line up. I don't, I don't know if you know this, lad. Somebody called Ryan has asked, yes, um, how important in the context of the season are the next three home games? Get two wins out of three, and then championship survival is pretty much there, right? Yeah, I think just to confess, he's my son. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'd agree with him. To be fair, six sure. points would be fantastic. Nine points would be unbelievable. But I think four is a realistic target. And just going back to what Sam said about playing, I don't. Nobody's actually commented, but Salsa came on at the end of. I think he played the last 50, 10, 15 minutes. And I thought he looked classy. He's going to feature in one of the three games. And I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't feature um, on Wednesday. You know what, Graham? Sorry, just to interject before you, before you rejoin again. I, I completely forgot about Southside, but I was naming that team. In my head, I was picking between Mumba and Miller as my left side options. I, I basically just forgot about him, if I'm, if I'm being honest. So probably on that basis, I actually would. John Alsop, all is forgiven. <laughs> I probably would actually go with you and start Salser and maybe give Mumba a rest. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, so, so yeah, six points would be great. As I say, four is a realistic target and um, it will shape our survival if these next three games. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, and I'm confident we are going to rotate and um, expect the unexpected and the players that may not have featured... So prominently, may well feature well. I mean, just about Giobi, um first half, I thought he was our best player at Sunday. He did an enormous amount of filling the gaps. So I'm not so convinced about swapping in with Alfie Devine. Alfie Devine's going to learn to, he, he tends to play backwards a bit too much for me. If he can look to play forwards and, and link him with Ryan Hardy or with the wing back coming wide, I think he'll be more effective. So I wouldn't swap the swap the two of them but um i think dan scar to take out Hadji Wright is almost certain i'm sure i think brendan galloway's due for a rest as you say because i think we might need his his um defensive qualities for the next two games after that go on joe give us your prediction on the lineup then the other two have done it um right let's play a bit of fuzzy roulette uh hazard in goal um my wing-backs are going to be uh, Sousa on the left, and then on the right-hand side will be Sorinola. Um, I think we will see uh, a back three then of uh, Scar, Gibson, and Pegasuelo. I would agree that perhaps, certainly Galloway um, needs resting. Um, more the fact that we've probably worn out the rosary beads in praying that his... <laughs> you know not necessarily take him out the firing line just sort of he he put in a lot on tuesday night and he he tried to go again he was the one who was who was more visibly concerned about it, if i'm honest yeah i agree the end of yesterday's game um mentally as well as as well as physically um so I would I would probably give Phillips a little bit of a rest, but I would assure him that he's coming back in against Leeds because I think he's been outstanding since he's come back in. 
Um, midfield wise, totally disagree with Sam. Um, I probably wouldn't bring Divine back into a defensive role, um, only because I actually thought he had a he had a decent game before that at Swansea, um, rather on the quiet compared to everyone else, um, and he was certainly um, a decent performance against Cardiff. Um, so I would stick with with JB in midfield. It's it's going to have to be Randall because we all assume that, that Houghton, unfortunately, is going to miss this one. However, if Forshaw is going to be out for a period, whether it's one game, three games, three weeks, three months, Gordon Houghton needs to be back in around the fold because it's all well and good yeah. saying, oh, we got Adam Randall. When Adam Randall becomes a regular starter again, we are then short again in that position. So uh, we need to get a bit of depth back there. Um, and then the front three picks itself, Whitaker, Hardy, Divine. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, that's my eleven. But there's probably a reason, and all our listeners, or all our two listeners, are probably sat at home thinking, "Thank God, Uncle Simon doesn't pay in to manage the team." Anything to add? Was that? No, there might be a shout out for Colin Roberts actually, because I think Ian Foster does like his energy, and um, certainly he portrayed some of that in the second half. Um, <clears throat> he's got a rasping shot on him. I think he might feature in one of the three. And if you're going to pick one of the three, Coventry would be that game. So yeah, can I interject? He might be a surprise starter. He might be a surprise starter. He, he wasn't in the squad on um, on Saturday. I, I assume he travelled, but um, he wasn't in the squad. So that might be a surprise package in the middle. Sam, would you like a, an invitation to interject? Yes, thank you very much for meeting and unmuting me. Um, yes, um, I think I just want to say, really, um, after what I said after the Leeds game, uh, the Leeds away game, that Caleb Roberts, a lot of energy and a lot of tenacity, but maybe a little, little bit lacking in the passing quality. Um, I wasn't actually on the post-Leeds home game podcast, but I really want to take the chance because I feel that having having given that view, I want to be, be more positive um, when merited. Fantastic for him at home park. Um, so much better than he was in the away game. He married the tenaciousness and the sort of endeavour um, and the sort of bravery that we already saw with real, real quality and clever use of the ball. Um, really excellent from him and the Saka in that Leeds Cup game. So wouldn't at all surprise me to see both of them get some minutes during this three-game run. Nice. Yeah, I think we've forgotten about Freddie because certainly on the left-hand side, of uh, he could play the divine run, role at home, I think. I mean, he's pace is lethal on it. I mean, he he made an impact against Leeds. So whether I'd start with him, I think I'd save him for coming on, making an impact. But again, might not rule out a start for him. He's got to start with him sometime. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good to see um, Freddie get frost in. Uh, should we finish some score predictions? Should we just go around the screen? Joe, go on then. Uh, I'm hoping that in his 602nd EFL game, Keith Stroud is able to tell whether the ball is in play or out of play rather than what Andy Davis tried to do earlier in the season. Um, nice to see little Keith back at home park. Uh, I'm going to take this as our point. Um, I agree with Graham. I think we might actually get four points from the next available nine. Um, I think this will be the draw of the three. Um, and it will be a score draw because we, we don't ever not score at home, it seems these days um so one all 
Um, and Whitaker will be energetic and bright and enthusiastic and get the get the first goal of the game and Coventry might come back into it. Don't care. What county is Keith Stroud from? Gloucestershire. Uh, yeah, I think he's classed as Hampshire, but I think he's more commonly known as Gloucestershire. So. Yeah. Um, I, I fancy a 2-1 win, actually. And I, and I hope and pray, and I would love it, if Freddie came on and scored the winner in five minutes to go. That would be that would be perfect. Uh, I, I think we will, you know, we'll be reinvigorated. We're a force at home, and of the three games, I think Coventry is the one we're most likely to win. Um, I'm going to go with Graham two-one win. Okay, I'll go. I'm really bad at these. I don't think I've had a single one right since we rebooted the. Pod. I just want to say I've got the last two scores right. So not just the results. So oh. I'm going for a hat trick. Yeah, I'll go for a hat trick as well. Three nil to us. Yeah, I mean, I actually think we're going to lose this one. I don't know why, but no room for that sort of negativity on here. Um, unless there's anything to add, I think we'll call that a night because I would love to go to bed. Cheers, guys! Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank Bye. you. Bye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.